abandoned corporate America to embark on a whole new venture in horror podcasting. Please join your host and his sister for today's episode of Not Your Average Horror Show. Greetings. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've ever chimed in with a greeting. Yeah. Chime in. Go for it. This is another exciting edition of Not Your Average Horror Show. Welcome back. Um, Hills Have Eyes 2 is the movie of the week this time. Why the Hills Have Eyes 2? I have no clue. And uh, this is the one that came out in the 2000s, by the way, because there's like two sets. There's like the original Hills Have Eyes that came out in 77. There was a sequel to that one, which came out like in 85. So this is not that one. This is the sequel to the one that came out in 2006. Mm-hmm. And this one came out in 2007. Yeah, there's many layers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's such a complex thing and so sophisticated, too. <laughs> if you are an admirer of this movie, it just shows that you really know film and you can appreciate film. <laughs> yeah, so this came out in 2007, the same time as the movie The Last Mimsy. Uh, are you familiar with The Last Mimsy? It sounds vaguely familiar. I know it was like a Disney movie or something. It was like cartoonish or maybe one of those it's, pseudo cartoons where it's like reality and like. I, I think know. it was regular live action. I mm. think that the actual Mimsy itself. Oh, wait, was, was it like a genius child or something? I think so. Okay. But they were communicating with some kind of alien that looked like a rat. Oh, okay. You've seen it? No. <laughs> okay. Well, you're you're familiar with it though. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like I'm putting the uh, the very vague pieces of memory that I have of the advertisements of it together. Yeah, but anyway, Dwight from the Office was in it, Rain mm-hmm. Wilson. And why would I even mention the last Mimsy if we're talking about the Hills Have Eyes too? <laughs> there must be some reason. We're actually doing the last Mimsy. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is uh, taking a new direction. Well. First, we need to discuss like what happens in the opening scene of The Hills Have Eyes, too. It's very disgusting, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, a woman in very rough shape is laying there restrained. Her arms are restrained and her feet are pretty much restrained also. She's pregnant. She's in a lot of pain. And, you know, she's head to toe covered in blisters. And you can tell like she's, you know, she's almost like close to death it looks like she's had a very unfortunate turn in her life right um to make matters worse she's giving birth right at that moment Mm -hmm. this is how the movie opens like they take no there's like nothing leading up to it it just opens up to a woman just like cold open yeah um her teeth are like rotten and you can tell she was probably pretty at one time but because she's just been like going through like you know just being tied up and neglected and her nails are long and her toenails are long and it's showing all this stuff and it's so gross and then she gives birth and you see this mutant head actually come out of her body and then like a an adult mutant is right beside her like the midwife grunting maybe <laughs> to deliver the baby i guess <laughs> Uh, the baby's born, you see the umbilical cord and everything, but what happens is the baby's stillborn. Mm. And then you can tell this does not go over well with the mutant that's there. I'd he imagine. Gets very angry at the fact that there was a stillborn child. And then he proceeds to like beat this woman, this poor woman who's like all tied up. So all that just to explain that this initial scene actually 
in 2007, this and The Last Mimsy came out right at the same weekend, at the same opening weekend. Yeah. So at one unfortunate movie theater somewhere out there, I'm not sure where exactly. I see where this is going. Maybe in Albuquerque. <laughs> Albuquerque. I believe so. It would happen there. So the reels got mixed up. So the audience that was there to see The Hills Have Eyes too mm. proceeded to see The Last Mimsy. And the one that was supposed to see The Last Mimsy saw that opening scene of the hills have eyes too of that pregnant woman imagine all the families there with their kids going out to see a movie on like a saturday afternoon and the horror that those kids must have experienced watching that yeah i would imagine like in the first three seconds you're just kind of like confused you're just like is this part of the last movie what a... they must have not known what hit them i mean it's like they must have been stunned and i'm sure some people were like oh turn this shit off like what there's no way this could possibly or maybe they thought it was a preview yeah but how could they possibly show a preview to that so i can't imagine it took too long to sort things out i would hope like, not turn that crap <laughs> off like i don't know they must have been yelling up the projection booth like, <laughs> like abort abort <laughs> where's rain wilson <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure some lawsuits came out of that yeah well maybe equally so on the people who were uh screened last mimsy what's that oh yeah i know equally like, horrifying what is this <laughs> yeah at least with those people they probably weren't trying to sue you but Fair i'm sure enough. they weren't like you know <laughs> there was quite... no uh formative brains that were like traumatized yeah probably no psychological you know scars that went on there <laughs> yeah but yeah just a little bit of an aside there about when this movie opened up um so anyway yeah this movie was it's not regarded as a great sequel. I it has its fan club though. I mean it's it's definitely like not good. I mean it but the funny thing is is that like so the Hills Have Eyes sequel that came out in 06. A lot of people regard that as better than the original Hills Have Eyes directed by Wes Craven. Mm. That's a bold, a bold assertion. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. But there are, you know, you can see the argument for it because it was very well done. It was very slick and just very effective. And just, it was really scary and everything without, you know, yeah, it was exploitive, but still it had some creativity and a story there to to back it up also. It was very slickly done. Alex, Al, Alejandra Aja, I think was the director's name. So I guess he was like, you know, a well-regarded horror director. I can't think of what else he might have done. Um, and I'm not sure if he's still doing movies, but this this sequel we're doing now wasn't done by him. It was just, I think, a German director. So, um, yeah. And of course, like as the story goes in the first film, like this family was traveling across somewhere in the um, southwestern. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, it was somewhere in the southwestern United States, but in the hills area. So either like Texas or Arizona, maybe in the deserts where you might find those kind of hills and caves and stuff yeah well actually you know what it was it was where they were doing some kind of nuclear testing okay new mexico okay yeah maybe it's new mexico and so there was like this sector sector 16 which mm -hmm. they kept saying in the movie i'm not sure what that meant exactly but ac apparently that's a real thing too sec sector 16 in that area which i guess maybe was known for this like area of testing maybe they were doing it where they shouldn't have been doing it Mm -hmm. But, you know, you see the movies always open up with that. Like it shows those dummies. 
You know, like going back to the 50s, those 50 shots of the dummies sitting around and suddenly like a nuclear bomb goes off and it's just done. Like they did it in Nevada. They did it all over the place out there. Yeah, yeah. So um, what happened was like, so it was just random private citizens. And then this time it's the army that gets attacked by these people. The army was there to conduct these drills or maybe to kind of like follow up on what happened with the original family that was there. But also like to install these surveillance cameras, mm-hmm. which who knows what the point of that was. To watch the mutants. I guess maybe. <laughs> they knew they were Reality out there. Reality show. Yeah. Initially, like the movie starts off after the pregnant woman, you start seeing like these other army guys. And they're just like getting picked off one by one. Like mm-hmm. there's no suspense or anything. It's just like they're out there and like another guy gets whacked and another guy. And then you see this new group come in and that's where it starts like building up to something. Mm-hmm. You know, in the beginning of the movie, well, yeah, when they first arrive there, they see something flash. They're National Guard people, actually. Mm-hmm. It's not like the Army, but I'm not sure what but the- But isn't it the Army National Guard? Yeah. The but army. they don't have the same kind of, I think, regiment. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the National Guard, I think what the deal is with them is that they, they're like the Army, but they only work part-time. I oh, think it's like a weekend nice. type thing. Right. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you could do that and work a normal job, too. I think Kate knew somebody like that that she used to work with. Oh, really? Yeah. He was like a weapons training guy. Oh, I'd just be interested in the part-time gig. <laughs> I don't know how well it pays, but... um, Oh, so here's the funny thing before I forget. I was When I was looking into this movie a little bit online, I looked at um, something that somebody wrote on Reddit. <laughs> and the guy basically was saying, he's like... I remember when this movie came out back in 2007. He's like, it's a bunch of uh, guys in the military, but they're doing all kinds of like stupid things. He's like, I was in the military myself, and these guys never would have acted like that because they're acting all stupid and doing idiotic things. But the guy that wrote this was in the actual army, and he goes <laughs> oh, on to snap. he goes he goes on to say that I did spend a weekend training, however, with some National Guard guys. Mm-hmm. And after accidentally getting shot twice by them, <laughs> I actually have to absolutely agree with this movie. It is 100% accurate. They are as stupid as they look on screen. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, damn. <laughs> you get a bunch of power-hungry men together. And that's how it, you know, that's how it portrayed them. Like they're all getting mm-hmm. in fights, you know, they're like not disciplined whatsoever. <laughs> they do have one, you know, cat i don't know if it's a captain or, or whoever yeah but he's like you know constantly like you know getting them back into line <laughs> one guy pointed at another guy and he's like he's got a bumper sticker it says conversation not confrontation right yeah and so the captain's like oh is that true he's like is that how you really feel and then the guy's like oh i just think that our president tells us a lot of lies and then the captain's like of course he fucking tells lies, you idiot. That's what the president's supposed to do. It's always lies. He's like, what does that matter? And the guy's like, well. And then, um, and so that same guy, so his name is Napoleon, mm-hmm. turns out to be like one of the main characters in the movie as far as these National Guards people go. Um, he, uh, he no- They notice like something is flashing up in the hills. Mm-hmm. So they're being called up there. And mm-hmm. it is the mutant people that are doing it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, captain i don't think we should do this it doesn't seem like a good idea so it's it's kind of like a very cliched group of people like you've got the one guy that's kind of a dork but he's smart yeah and the captain forces him to stay back so he's going to avoid like a bulk of the conflict that goes up there and he'll come in at the end and um 
Oh yeah, but getting back to the that whole thing with the what the guy said on Reddit, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's funny whenever you're watching a movie that portrays any kind of um like profession or like a skilled profession like a nurse or a doctor or a lawyer mm-hmm. if you're watching it with somebody who happens to be one they're always like oh that would never happen like if you watch <laughs> a movie or a hospital tv show you know yeah. like back in the day it was er or what is it now saint no it was gray's anatomy gray's anatomy yeah Lyle house yeah so if you're sitting there watching it with a doctor or a nurse they'll be like oh they would never have given him that dosage or you always have to like put their head in this position it's like oh (laughs) shut up and let me watch this show like i don't need to hear let me buy into this fantasy (laughs) right yeah exactly so it's just funny (laughs) to hear the opposite side of it he's like yeah actually that's exactly how stupid (laughs) these people are yeah i mean sounds kind of on brand (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that guy napoleon like that all the other guys wanted to kick his ass just because he's always being like a dork about stuff. <laughs> and then this had, like I was saying before, it had kind of like an aliens feel because you had your the set, group. You had two females. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, one was tough. The other one, you know, maybe not as tough, but she was pretty. And that's kind of like how it went in that movie. Like, mm-hmm. and then there was the guy who was kind of like tough, but stupid. And then another guy who was just kind of like neither here nor there. It's just like, yeah, it was it was very similar feel to that mm-hmm. as they go into trouble, as they get into trouble. And then you start seeing opinions change, like the guys that weren't getting along in the beginning, suddenly they are getting along as they come together and fight these mutants that are up in the hills. They value the, uh, they're valuing the communication and not the Oh, the communication. Yeah, I guess with each other because they had to. <laughs> they became the bumper sticker. <laughs> right. Which, by the way, was kind of similar to uh, Full Metal Jacket, where the one mm. guy had the hat. Although his actually was weirder, though, because he had um, a peace sign, <laughs> but then it said Born to Kill on the <laughs> other side of his helmet. So I can't remember what the explanation was for that, but it was kind of strange. Huh. Um. So, yeah, it doesn't take long, you know, for them to start charging up the hill um and you know because they figure somebody's in trouble up there all they see is like this light flashing Mm -hmm. and it keeps doing it routinely and they're getting closer and closer but these mysterious things keep happening like people go missing Mm. and then you know somebody just like randomly comes up behind one of the soldiers and like nails it with an axe and then just runs away before you can even get a look at him (laughs) they're like what the fuck just happened you know and um and then one of the guys like one of the stupid guys starts shooting just randomly mm-hmm. and shoots the captain uh, of course yep so that was pretty dumb <laughs> um and Not then a good move <laughs> yeah and so what they were gonna do was like lower him down because they're now they're halfway up the mountain so there was a part where they were gonna like you know rope the two guys together and then lower them and the stupid guy is like kind of heavy too mm-hmm. so they've got them like roped up and they're gonna lower them down so they get like maybe 10 feet of rope out and then suddenly the whole thing just like drops down. You like you you just see like the camera pan down, and the two guys just laying there dead. And like now, what the hell happened? <laughs> Somebody cut the rope, mm-hmm. you know, as they were lowering them down. So now they're seeing what it wasn't the smartest idea, probably to to go up this hill and save whoever is up there, because mm-hmm. now you don't know if it's, if it is somebody playing around. Maybe it is somebody in danger, but you're going to go through a whole bunch of shit before you get to them even. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Um, but, you know, all they could do was keep going up there. Meanwhile, 
the guy that was forced to stay behind, the Napoleon guy, mm-hmm. they've got their own catastrophe going on because another girl was supposed to stay with him. And I forget what for, for what reason. I guess two people had to to be together. Yeah, there's some guy, there's an outhouse there. <laughs> and then some guy crawls out of the toilet. <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, how would that happen? Like, well, was he in the outhouse the whole Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of like a porta potty. But it's the same thing, right? Yeah. 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 He, would have, he would have had to have been in there for a while. Yeah. So the guy was in the Ugh. tank of it because like <laughs> the one guy, Napoleon, had to take a crap. Yeah. And this hand comes up between his legs. Ooh. So he like storms out of there. And the girl's like, what the hell is going know. on? He's like, there's somebody in the in the toilet. She's like, that's impossible. And then sure enough, she goes in there too. And you can see her, you no, know, like. don't do that. Gagging, you know, from the smell and everything. <laughs> And the guy comes back out again, but he's not trying to hurt them. Like uh-huh. he's he's just like he's all cut up. Yeah. For some reason. And I guess like, that would be a good place to hide. Well, he was put there, like, and he was slashed up by one of the hill people. Oh, okay. And so, you know, if you're all cut up and you're in like all that bacteria, mm, nah, and you're there no for good. days and days, not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not great. So they're like, <laughs> no doctor, but <laughs> so now they're getting a sense of, of what's going on around them. And now they're starting to realize why that other team of army people went missing in the first place. Like they're seeing, you know, what this is. And of course they don't want to be there. So at one point, somebody, what happens? This one guy, I think sprains his ankle. And so they have him. Oh no, he fell in a hole. And then they pulled him out, but his foot's just too sprained to go on. So they let him go back. Mm. And he's almost at the bottom of the hill. And he sees like the two people, Napoleon and the, and the other woman. Mm-hmm. And he's waving at them. And then she gets attacked by somebody like right as he appears. And hmm. so he shoots that person. And then he's like, oh, did I get it? Did I get it? And it runs off into a hole. And he walks by the hole and he gets grabbed and he gets mm. pulled into the hole before anybody can do anything like everything happens so fast in this movie yeah it's fast moving but very speedy mutants very much yeah um the mutants they're huge by the way they're like really big they're not small mutants in the original movie mm-hmm. like they were just like of average size mm-hmm. but this one they're just gigantic big fast mutants does sound very horrifying very intimidating yeah i gotta say <laughs> yeah um and then I think you can draw like sort of a connection here between they made a point of showing, you know, back in the day when they do the nuclear testing out there, mm-hmm. what the army was doing. So this is kind of like their way of getting back at the army. Maybe that's maybe the light this movie was trying to shine on all that. Mm. Who knows? Okay. But it didn't really come off as as really that uh interesting that of deep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not that deep <laughs> if that's what they were going for <laughs> the so one of the women did go up with that group missy martinez um she gets kidnapped by one of the mutants there so you know and what they're trying to do with her is the same thing with that woman you know in the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. they want to kidnap whoever they can you know to keep this mutant breed going so the minute they do that, like the one, the one in charge, his name was Papa. They always they always had these like weird names. Papa Mutant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the original movie, they had like names of planets. Like the first one was the the leader was like Papa Jupiter, and he had one <laughs> named Mercury, and somebody else was Neptune. 
I mean, it's pretty creative. For a mutant, it's not bad. Yeah, I'm impressed. (laughs) And they were able to, like, outsmart people. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe you should let them take over. Mutants. (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you. Um, So they kidnap her. And then once he has her, like, and here's the weird thing. It's just like, you know, right right away, like, you can tell what's going to happen, like, once he's alone with her. And he has his door. He shuts the door for, like, privacy. It's well, like, you know, he, these people he are has living pride. in caves and he has a door he needs for pride. It's like so weird. <laughs> but yeah, that was one of the more disturbing scenes in the movie also. Mm. Um, now, eventually, like, you know, they're just losing more and more people here. One guy. So I mentioned somebody was like tough but stupid. His mm-hmm. name was Crank. Yeah. Crank Medina. Hmm. Um, so he was... You know, he made it to almost the end um, as everybody else is getting killed. It was him and then Napoleon and the other woman he was with come back up the hill to find them. And also because, like, you know, they figure everybody's in danger mm-hmm. and and to rescue Missy also. So it comes down to, like, four of them. And they're there together, like, you know, the two Napoleons with the other woman, and they hear some shooting in there, and they hear, like, I don't know what Crank said. It's something like, it's all about value. Like, I originally thought when I first saw this, he was like, it's all about value, motherfucker. And I used to say that, like, you know, to my teams <laughs> at work, just because I thought it was hilarious and applicable sometimes. Right, It's all yeah. about value. Um, but then when I was watching this, he didn't say, it was just, like, all about value. It wasn't, like, the... The MF or part. He didn't mention that. So I'm like, did I watch like, like I thought I had the uncut version. But oh no, it's like your personal uh, Mandela effect. <laughs> Maybe somebody snuck a uh, a non, an edited one in there. How oh, dare they? I don't yeah. know. So they hear them. They're like, oh, that sounds like Crank. So they, <laughs> then they find each other. And so they're able to like band together now and battle them. Mm-hmm. And in the process of this, like they, they, come upon a friendly mutant oh yeah he was kind of like you know big and stupid looking of course and he'd mm-hmm. just like smile a lot yeah and then crank of course doesn't trust him whatsoever he's like you're gonna trust this fucker he's like no way <laughs> and like he's ready to shoot him They're like no no no. he just saved our life yeah he's like you you come this way you come this way you know just like <laughs> sp- speaking you know very broken pieces of uh english but he leads them past this room which is just like disgusting because it has like body parts all over the place and mm-hmm. there's like hands and stuff and yeah heads. mutants cannot keep house <laughs> no there's one thing about mutants <laughs> and as they're going through there you can tell they're looking at each other like do we really trust this guy? <laughs> and he's just like come on come on and he brings him to this one spot where it's just like you know you can't go any further but you can also see daylight too mm-hmm. and there's also like dynamite sitting there mm. so they don't really the mutant's not saying anything more. Mm-hmm. Like, they just don't know, okay, well, did he lead us into a trap or did he actually try to help us escape this place? <laughs> and then he, you don't see him again. He just goes off somewhere. Mm-hmm. Crank. Oh, yeah. So what happens was Napoleon and the blonde, they want to go find where Missy is before they go any further. Mm-hmm. Like, they figure they can escape at this point, but let's find Missy, rescue her from this, like, atrocity, atrocity, mm-hmm. which is going on. <laughs> Um, but then Crank's like, no, he's like, I'm finding a way out now. He's like, we can send help. And he's looking down the dynamite. He's like, oh, this is perfect. So he grabs a case of it. And as he grabs it and walks with it, it's attached to like a string 
mm-hmm. which activates some other kind of explosive back there. It just blows oh, up that whole part of the cave. So oh, wow. he gets flattened. But as Napoleon and the blonde woman have left to go get Missy, they they didn't, you know, fall into that. And then um, it's not long before they do find her. So it's pretty much just those three up against this one mutant leader that's left. Mm. They trick him into kind of like just into a distraction and he leaves and then they unhook her as she's like laying there Mm -hmm. and get it together to where they can try and get out of there. But then the other mutant comes back quickly and finds them. So they have to like fend him off. It was a pretty good scene, actually, as they're both like, you know, trying to hack this guy up. Like one's got an axe. (laughs) The blonde girl had one bullet. She used up all her ammo except for one bullet. She put it in her pocket just in case she had to use it on herself. Okay. You know, if it came down to it, she doesn't want to like, you know, leave them up to it. So as she's standing there, she loads that bullet into her gun and she aims it and she hits him. She grazes his head. Ah. And it's enough to slow him down, definitely, but mm-hmm. not completely stop him. Papa Mutant will not go down without <laughs> right. a fight. Exactly. So then he's he's stunned for a minute, mm-hmm. but then he just gets really pissed. He <laughs> charges at her and grabs her by the throat and lifts her up, like up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he just thrashed Napoleon and missy he like pounded her against the floor he like picked uh, her up by her back you're going bam 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 shit. <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's got her by the neck and napoleon's sort of coming around to like you know coming to his senses and able to stand up meanwhile the blonde girl she takes her fingers and digs it into the part of his head where he got grazed so oh, she's like nice. picking his brains out. yeah that's what you gotta do <laughs> Sometimes. And, and so, yeah, sometimes you just got to. <laughs> Once in a while it happens. Uh, Napoleon finds a pole, uh, cool. coincidentally enough. Nice. Yes. And he he's behind the mutant, so he charges at him with the pole. But she's like, you know, on the other side of him. So he's like, he's saying to her, heads up. <laughs> and it's a cool scene because as he does this, she kind of like spreads her, <laughs> spreads her legs, you know, in front of him. And so the thing, the pole goes through him and misses her. And then now the guy's really like stuck on the pole and he yeah. falls down on his back. Not looking good. They're it. standing there, of course. And so he still was able to grab an ankle though and mm-hmm. still has like a lot of power. Mm. And the last thing I remember is that, yeah, Napoleon takes the a gun with a bayonet and shoves it right through his mouth. Okay. So some pretty interesting scenes, some pretty creative scenes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it really came together there at the end. That's a lot of uh, confrontation. Right. Pretty intense. Yeah. I'm telling you. (laughs) So finally, now they're able to get out of there. All the mutants are gone that are going to cause any problems. And um, it's a weird, they put up like a frame as they're like walking out into the daylight. It says it was the disappearance of of this group of soldiers was never explained to their parents. (laughs) But I'm thinking, okay, well, three survived though. Like they're walking out there right as that graphic is up. Yeah. And okay. So if it's not, it might not be explained to all of them, but they're going to go back home to their families. Yeah. And they're probably going to get the story out. Yeah. And then, um, the next scene though, is that you see a monitor and you see the three of them on the monitor, like a heat, a heat map. Mm hmm. And then you see a mutant hand right beside the heat mat. And oh, then it's, it's like a laptop. 
and it slams down the laptop and the movie like ends right there. Wow. So the mutant <laughs> mastered technology then. Yep. Apparently they are pretty smart in some ways. Wow. What a bummer. Yeah. So I don't know if it was just like if they hadn't like really thought out that graphic, you know, maybe those three did survive and they just really didn't think it I through. I do Not or, looking good. My- <laughs> yeah. Or was it the fact that like, you know, somebody was watching them and mm-hmm. they didn't survive either. Hmm. That could be the case too. Questions. Like, did either- Tony Soprano die at the end? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this didn't have quite the same amount of buzz behind it. Right. But I think, you know, the main thing they were trying to accomplish is to set this up for like a third one, which never happened. Okay. I mean, that's well, like 2007. Could be in the works. It could be like an Avatar situation. <coughs> yeah, maybe. You could pull it out of a hat at some point and be like, <laughs> you guys have been waiting, right? <laughs> exactly. The world's been waiting for this greatness to come back again. Um, And yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's been a while already now. That's crazy. Yeah, sure has. Yeah. So... Not necessarily a must-see. Yes. It's pretty disturbing. You know, it's not the worst one that's ever been made either. Yeah. The last Mimsy, everyone. (laughs) Right. The last Mimsy. We can do that one uh, for the next week, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that pretty much sums up The Hills Have Eyes, too. Um, Don't know what we're doing next week because, like, at this point, we're getting pretty close to October. Yeah, you got to bring out the stack. The real stuff. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So the meat and potatoes definitely do something exciting then. <laughs> All right. Bear with us. <laughs> yep. Exactly. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next Wednesday. Bye. <laughs>